0: Algar Productions. Productions.
1: Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Static Shock podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Episode 111, The Breed and Grounded with Brian Lynch. Hi pals! Week
0: two of Static. I am Al. I'm Maggie. Uh, I'm Brian. Sh- yes, did I was going to say. Did guest. I do it right this time? I th- I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is Brian, right? It's early, but I yes. think it's Brian. You okay. are Brian. Yes, you were As just ever. here. You were just I was here just like here. a week or two yes. ago, and uh, and at the oh. time you said, "Oh, why would I, a teacher, schedule mm-hmm. like uh, an appearance during the most busy time of the year for me?" And it still is, and you're uh-huh. back again already. Yep. Yeah, apparently I was accidentally foreshadowing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I think I don't.
2: I think I wanted to be on this one early so that I could talk about the show in general. Sure. You know, before we run out of things to talk about, like you know, uh, the bad animation and the weird colors and the fact that "bang baby" is a very silly thing to say. Boy, is it! Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Haven't heard last week's episode. Did you get to that yet, <sighs> Brian? You're gonna have a great time.
0: <laughs> Once or twice, I
2: think. Mm-hmm. And so it I figured, may have you know, come up. Like, yeah. Like because because when I was on I was on Batman Beyond at the end and it was yeah. like. You know, I was talking about some pretty general stuff and I was like, mm-hmm. surely they've already covered this. Well yeah. Did I forgot to ask when I was on for Batman Beyond, did you talk about how the opening credits feature random words popping up on the screen? My favorite thing. <laughs> no, it's never
0: come <laughs> up before. Ba-dum, 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 Corruption. Decay. <laughs> <kid>. uh, the <laughs> feels like an electric company bit the way you guys are doing it. <laughs> yep. With the silhouetted faces saying words <laughs> at each other.
2: Corruption.
0: Uh-huh. sad <laughs> uh, the thing is i really liked that intro mm-hmm. back in the day oh, I like and too, yeah, gra- yeah mm-hmm. but gradually everyone appearing and, t- and making fun of that it was like oh yeah well the like thing it is mm-hmm. it's
2: 2000 as hell it's like it's it like is. what it's like watching the first
0: fast and the furious movie mm-hmm. where you're
2: like oh wow this is what we were into back then huh well i've said I this mean, a
3: million times but every time mal sees that she goes you wouldn't download a
0: car <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean i would yeah but if i could i probably would. uh-huh oh yeah in a second yeah, of course. Um, but speaking of 2000 as hell, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. show, in a, in a yep. whole other way, feels very like that. Boy, howdy. Can I, just
2: because this is a general thing that I can talk about now, can mm-hmm. I just mention real quick what what was almost my bad thing I decided not to be? Mm-hmm. Um, um, the um, I always like it when a superhero's theme music starts playing when they do something cool. Mm-hmm, sure. It turns out I don't like it when the superhero theme music is somebody going, hey, 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 <laughs>
1: hey, hey.
0: Hey, well, it, it to me reads very much like, uh, oh, this is the series with the uh with with the person of color in the yeah. lead. We need to make the theme urban. Yeah, it's um, it's painfully like like a network show trying to sound hip to me.
2: Yeah, it's it's rough. I just yeah. imagine somebody just like like a civilian just standing off trying to get his attention during the fight. Hey,
1: hey,
0: hey. hey, hey. <laughs> And then there's a bit in the actual theme, like when it plays at the beginning and also over the end credits, at the very end where someone goes, static shock, and it sounds exactly <laughs> like uh, Dana Snyder to me. What, what I love <laughs> is that, it, well, first of all, you're not wrong,
2: mm-hmm. um, but if you, if you watch it with the, um, with the subtitles on, it says in the subtitles, like, Virgil, colon, I'll put a shock to your system, mm-hmm. oh, male number one, colon,
0: static shock.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's, Master it's, shake. Yeah. Yeah. It's just some guy. Yeah. Now, no one Dan- gets to be in static
0: shock. <laughs> Dancing is forbidden. <laughs> uh, I will at least give them credit. Uh, last mm-hmm. week, in the first two episodes, he said, I'll put a shock to your system two or three times in the episode, not just in the theme song. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh boy, this is his thing every fucking time. He didn't do it this time. So. No, now he just has a Sailor Moon transformation. Uh, <laughs> we had We hotly debated this mm-hmm. in my household. Yes. Mm-hmm uh because i said it was a he-man transformation and uh the the ladies that i live with said no sailor moon came first and we looked it up and no he-man was first so yeah yeah yeah,
3: but sailor moon's late 90s or early 90s i cast
2: my vote with my summary so you'll find out what i think about that when we get to it very well
0: well (laughs) before that we should summarize the first one yes uh, uh maggie why don't you tell us about the breed oh boy so Virgil has been has begun tutoring this
3: kid, Derek, who's super popular on the track and field team and is also having intense cramps all the time. Now, I had a similar problem in high school, but unfortunately, Derek isn't just incredibly lactose intolerant. He's just an... Oh, bang baby. And he turns into a big lightning monster on the bus home. Picture of Clayface and the orange electricity monster from Scooby-Doo had a baby. And then stop picturing that. It's not had a, great. Had a bang
2: baby? A boom. Oh. They had a little crimson. This,
3: this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Derek goes on a quick, quick rampage around town, mostly accidentally zapping stuff and tripping over things with his giant unwieldy feet. And eventually he escapes from the cops and is then kidnapped by a cool shadow guy. Virgil and Richie notice that Derek has gone missing and start looking for him. And then Virgil, in static mode, is also kidnapped by said cool shadow guy. Shadow guy introduces his gang, uh... Talon, a weird bird lady. Shiv, an annoying asshole who can make his hands into anything as long as it's weapons. Uh, he's like knee jerk if knee jerk sucked. <laughs> Shadow guy himself called Eben who or er, Eben, Eben, Ebon, Ebon, Ebon. Eben Schletter who rules mm-hmm. who rules and finally destruct who is Derek with a terrible commando name. Eben, Ebon Ebon oh, this is gonna be a problem. Eben invites Static to join his gang of hideous freaks, Evan, <laughs> and then dumps his ass in an alleyway. Static and Richie track the gang to their hideout, and then Static convinces Derek to not be evil because his name is terrible. Then he kicks everybody's ass, and Static murders Eben with, with light. Later, Virgil takes Derek back to his mom, who loves him even though he is st- a horrible electric man, which is beautiful.
0: I would say think of him as a Bon, but it's early 2000s, so he's an E-Bon. Because <laughs> everything's got a lowercase e in front of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Boo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that guy's still better than destruct. Oh yeah,
2: he's new. He's new for the show, by the way. Um, Is he really? Yeah, he's he was not in the comics. Comics was only Hot Streak, who I think you got last week.
0: Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hot Streak was rough. We assume he's the man. Rough. I beg your pardon. The guy who flung energy charged hot dogs dogs at people. (laughs) That was the greatest thing we've ever seen. Excuse me. Hot Streak was smooth. Yeah. Um. Uh, I assume he's sort of the main villain, though, because they said yep. up that he was the the bully that p- picked on Virgil before they all got mm-hmm. powers. so yeah mm-hmm. uh,
3: he's also my good thing. That guy rules,
0: oh, you're well, you're talking about ebon,
3: yes, ebon <laughs> nice. my good thing is that I still love hot streak uh-huh. uh-huh. even though I forgot about him and his hot dogs, you know, hot
0: pants, <laughs> hot, hot, yeah, hot, hot, hot bees, hot bees, that's the one uh-huh. <laughs> no, Ebon was fantastic, yeah, 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 what he's, uh <sighs>
3: Oh, like, is it, like he's just a dude made out of shadow and
0: God, he looks cool. He does. The design on him, the character is great. And once again, they have like a black character and they don't mm-hmm. shy away from like the, the way he's dressed and his hair and all that, yep. like, mm-hmm. which is cool. Uh Sort of incorporated into the design. I will say the way he moved was cool until I realized, oh, this is just ink, but not as good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm this trying ink- not to do This that. is ink with less money.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean
0: this whole show is the DCU with less money. So his, his name does mean black by the way. <laughs> well, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but the um, yeah no I, I love I love a good shadow character.
3: Yeah. yeah. No, it's like so many anytime somebody
2: like, lurks out of the shadows
3: mm-hmm. I'm like, "Ooh,
2: I like that." Well,
3: well, there's there's like so Spawn much you can do
0: not suck.
2: Yeah.
3: There's so much so, you can do with that type of like power and a lot of times people don't do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like, ah, I jumped out of the shadows at you. It's like, you can do
0: so much cool stuff with that. Well, when his sort of like triangle eyes appear mm-hmm. just in the darkness, he's yeah. got a bit of a space ghost look to him, which you I could, like. You could make a shadow puppet that eats a guy. Yeah, that's true. You could. Mm-hmm. And he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could he could make a shadow puppet of like Armadillo Boy and blame it on him. Wait, oh, oh sorry, spoilers sorry oh man we'll i'm get gonna to talk to... about armadillo boy yeah, he's we're... in like he's in like 10 episodes by the way so oh I like no like... <laughs> i
3: hate him already
0: oh <laughs> uh, we'll get to that but no iban was great and i did i, I loved his voice mm-hmm like he had a great just, and I and I looked him up, and the guy's just a like a, a working voice actor, but he's not like he hasn't been in anything I know. But Brian sure. could probably rattle off ten things he knows him from. But I,
2: uh, you know, I, I actually did. did not check the uh, cast, so uh, let me just look that up real quick and see if I can find. Right, out.
0: and that doesn't sound like you. You are I, it's well very it's very
2: unusual, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me see, Gary Sturgis, Gary uh, Seven,
0: yes, that's does him. not ring a bell. Let me see.
2: Um, he's been
0: in a ton of stuff, and like like I say, mostly voice stuff. But
2: Mm. uh, wow, honestly, his his opening of his Wikipedia thing says he's known for his role as bar patron and other characters on the television series America's Most Wanted. No one is known for their role as bar patron. Well, on
0: America's Most Wanted, which means he's in the recreations they do. Yeah. mm -hmm.
2: Like my uh, my my friend Tim was on in America's Most Wanted, but he played the most wanted guy. So
0: like, yeah, that's something you could talk about. Yeah. yeah,
2: if you're playing bar patron,
0: yeah, the guy who witnessed the murder that they're like looking for the guy for or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's that's nothing. Your job
3: is to just dramatically look up when the crime is happening.
0: <laughs> mm hmm. I mean, look, for an actor like getting a TV gig, any TV gig. Is good. Oh, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to take away from that. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, anybody, anybody who would love a career like this guy has just like, yeah. you know, just
2: regularly works here and there. Yeah.
0: yeah. And like I said, he's got one of those great like and I always attribute this to Andrea Romano because she always picks mm-hmm. people with good sort of natural voices rather than like a guy who has a lot of range doing a voice like this yeah. guy just sounds cool and they yeah. just let him act, which I think is much better. There you know, go. I really enjoyed him.
2: He was uh, apparently um, when Alfonso Ribeiro was unavailable for one episode of Extreme Ghostbusters. He played that guy. Ah, <clears throat> it's a little weird. I don't oh, know why they would just <laughs> can't imagine it takes that long for Alfonso Ribeiro to be available again. No, just tap dance back over here. We've got to get this episode of Extreme Ghostbusters out now. Uh-huh. Maggie's chomping at the bit for it. Mm. Is she, though? Uh, <laughs> he was a uh, Brown's tiger on the brave and the bold. Mm hmm. Well, did we do that one
3: already? Yeah, I think we did that. That was our last
0: one, I think. I thought so. Yeah, part That's of the cool. part of the terrible trio, right? Yeah. Or... No, no, he no, fought not... the terrible trio. Right, 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 right. right. He's yeah. the guy Batman was like. You got to help me fight the terrible yeah, yeah, yeah. trio. We like that guy. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, cool.
2: We got there in the end.
3: That's yeah. the ticket.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, it's eventually that guy once we research him
0: enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I I thought he sounded cool, whereas <laughs> the guy who played. Um oh god what was his name shiv Did oh so- god he, he sounded like your typical over-the-top cartoon like well, i'm a wacky sidekick mm-hmm. like- i actually thought he might have been jason marston again
2: <laughs> like just, we, we didn't actually I say this I'd on Mike yet that's uh, annoying voice oh mm-hmm. oh so we got him for uh well, that's uh, for, uh that's that guy? that's
0: uh richie yeah uh, uh yeah we, we hadn't really talked about that yet yeah he's they please, Richard. Yep.
2: But... Uh, yeah. Jason Marsden is a uh, known character actor. uh who you'll hear more of when we get into um, uh Oh, he was Justice Young Clark Kent on um. Uh, oh right, Super in the, the in the Smallville episode where they go back to like the the Legion oh, comes
1: back. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah
2: yeah. But yeah. now he's he's a busy. As I mentioned, he was um he was a real TGIF supporting guy because he mm. was uh, Eric's best friend on Boy Meets World. He was the older brother's friend on Step by Step, and he was. Mm. Ah, uh, DJ's weird rich boyfriend on uh, Full House.
0: Sure. Well, and that was Will Friedel or Friedel, mm-hmm. as you guys say. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that was his deal too, right?
2: Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, he, uh, he he showed up all sorts of places. Oh yeah. Um, and so that's uh, like. Uh,
0: I feel like that's the early two thousands version of Andrew Romano watching a lot of Joss Whedon shows and casting those guys. <laughs> she was watching oh, yeah. a lot of TGIF back in those days. Andrew he Romano was actually, loved Boy Meets World. I guess actually, so. to talk about, uh, I'll, I'll give you my two favorite
2: credits of his. Well, first of all, is the um. Uh, the, his best known was he's uh, Max in a Goofy movie. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. so that's like that's like his big thing. Uh, he was also the cat in Hocus Pocus. Okay. Um, and uh, my personal favorite um was he was on uh, he played Peter Pan on Peter Pan and the Pirates. Oh which is, fuck, that show is wild. That show ruled. I loved that show back in the day. That's the one with Tim Curry as Captain Hook. Yeah, Hulk. and like wow. there will just be like an episode where like you know like. Captain Hook loses his hat, and so he has to become Peter Pan's butler for a week. Like, (laughs) just the weirdest goddamn
1: plots.
0: (laughs) All right. Oh, God, I love that
2: I, I just went to a random episode here. The mermaids of the lagoon capture Wendy and tickle her so that she can't laugh anymore. This disturbs the spirit of the cavern in the process. Now, Peter and Wendy must journey into the cavern to get Wendy's laugh back before it's destroyed, encountering Hook's lost childhood in the process. Brian, you tell me if you want to do a
3: Peter Pan and the Pirates podcast.
2: Well, you guys are done with this. Let's do Kids Love Peter Pan and the Pirates.
3: I <laughs> have to call it Kid because it refers specifically to us.
1: <laughs> I think
0: you're all I think you're both making all of this up. It's amazing. It's an this amazing is, show. This is like Brian, when you brought me onto your show and explained <laughs> to me the plot of the movie Cats, and I did not <laughs> know what anyone was talking about. <sighs> <sighs> All right, well, we're doing good things. Brian, what do uh-huh. you got?
2: Uh, okay, so as far as my good thing goes, uh, I love a good abandoned subway station lair. Yeah. I think ah. uh, abandoned subway stations are good for fighting in. I think mm-hmm. they're good for having lairs in. You know, the Ninja Turtles eventually moved into one of those in the 90s when people said, we really should stop doing sewers. That's gross.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Brian, you live on the East Coast in a, in a very mm-hmm. sort of populated area of the East Coast. Are there a lot of abandoned subways, or is this just a thing that TV oh, shows do? Oh, yeah, no, they do. They
2: because the thing is, usually when they build a new station, they will just build a new
0: station. Like, right?
2: The, the, there are the, they will just like close up the old
0: station. So they, it's yeah. like it's like sports stadiums where they just abandon the old one. Yeah, exactly. It's got, it's
3: got to be cheaper to like build a new one than to mm-hmm. just
0: like refinish or like fix up the old one. I don't know. Digging all those tunnels again seems yeah insane. no because there's
2: the um the the city of, like just in in New York I mm-hmm. know there's there's um the abandoned Court Street Station mm-hmm. uh there's the old City Hall Station. Huh. Um, and then there's, there's like five of them in Brooklyn. Cause like they moved a whole spur,
0: um, South Ferry. There's a good one there too. Mm-hmm. So it's not yeah. just a, a contrivance of, of, uh, TV <laughs> and movies then. Okay. No, but no.
2: They're, they're, they're usually made back in the time period when people were making attractive subway stations. So. Right.
0: Yeah. So they make good yeah. like aesthetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: Mean, there's, you know, you leave an abandoned train hanging around in there. Yeah. And yeah, now, now Michelangelo gets his own train to sleep in.
0: Yeah. I, but as far as the aesthetics go, maybe this show isn't the best thing. Like, cause it, yeah, it, was, it didn't look great. No. I like it on a conceptual level. But No.
3: <laughs> I just realized we have yet another gang dwelling in the sewers. I was uh, just about to.
0: That's what I was leading into, Maggie. Do you think this qualifies as yet another? Like, would Ebon be one of those fucking uh, uh, types <laughs> here, that? he a rat king? No, because yeah. you you need a much older guy
3: who's like, "Go, my children of the night."
0: Well, he definitely was like the lead. Like he assumed the leadership role. Like he might yeah. have been older. I don't know. Oh no! Do like, we, yeah, look, do we know how that, old he is? Have we seen him out of
2: his?
3: Uh, I don't think so. Element that that is true. But you need you need a specific like. Uh, I don't I don't leave the caves. I just stay here and send people out. Okay. Also, no. I guess I'm the emperor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no. I, I just, I don't know, it, to me it felt a bit like that. Like It's, like, it, it's close enough, like, yeah. that, you, you know, you're not wrong. Just because we've seen one in every series. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to stretch to find one, but, you know. well, we'll see. Also, I could easily see Static Shock doing this again. Oh, probably, yes. They do love this plot. Well, mm-hmm. this particular gang is going to come back. Oh, good. So. Good. Yeah, because you told us their name, and I'm like, mm-hmm. how, how do you know that? Oh, the they're... Meta Breed. Uh-huh. I do like that they're trying to make metahumans a thing. Mm -hmm. That's not bad. Well,
3: like, if it's true that, like, they weren't sure if this was going to be a DC thing, like, that's sort of interesting. You know, that, like, is that
0: where this came from? I honestly don't know. No, me neither. And uh, they mentioned Lois Lane in this episode, and Mm -hmm. they do it in a way where they could be talking about the real person, but the DC wiki insists, oh, well, she's clearly a fictional character here. Like, No, people know know who Lois Lane is. She won a Pulitzer. Yeah. (laughs) She won multiple Pulitzers. Uh, Can you name a Pulitzer Prize winning reporter? now as a grown-up much less no but i'm not
3: interested in journalism
0: well okay i was i was the editor of the school paper and i don't know that i could have named a pulitzer prize winning journalist apart from all right well that one's on you al
3: there you go woodward and bernstein they were
0: celebrities they brought down a president that's that doesn't count uh lois lane is also a celebrity who brought down a president
3: yeah but
2: that was lex somebody was yeah him down Uh, i just i just checked i don't recognize any of these names yeah
0: and if Brian Jennifer Sr., that knows. sounds familiar uh, No, no, that's that was my mother, please I'm Jennifer <laughs> Jr. Uh, my good thing Yes. I am pleased that not all of the Bang Baby, Okay, Bang Babies, I know. Uh, But I'm I'm pleased (laughs) that uh, not all of them turned out to be bad guys. Like, Derek ended up being a good kid who ended up back with his mom. He Mm -hmm. was just scared and and a little, uh, like, like, easy to be manipulated because he was scared. Mm -hmm. But he loved his mom. He didn't want to do bad stuff. And I just, I don't know. I like... Like, I just assumed... That thing, birth, static, and ten thousand mm-hmm. bad guys. And well, yeah. Nice that there's a there's a spectrum, and some of them aren't so bad.
3: Yeah. Well, and also okay. it's not it's not great if you have this many like people of color getting superpowers, and one of them
0: is a good guy. You know, like that's um yeah. not the best no. And I I liked I liked the the character of Derek as as far as a you know a teen character goes. Like, oh yeah. There's not a lot of depth there, but you know he's the. the the athlete who's not doing well in school, but mm-hmm. not, he's not like an arrogant character who doesn't care. He like, no, he, yeah. he wants to make his mom proud, so he goes to his nerd friend and gets mm-hmm. some tutoring. And like,
3: good, yeah, good for you. And then nerd. he turns into a lightning monster. Tail as old as time.
0: I don't know that I call him a lightning monster.
3: <laughs> what would you I, call him?
2: Here, Well, uh, every every superpower on the show is just glowing pink energy in some form. <laughs> oh, yeah. trust
3: me, I'm well aware this show just keeps giving me headaches. <laughs> that, oh, you still got
2: it's the... Like, it, it's, oh, like, yeah. it's like Lavender Tube Top, some of the last series. <laughs>
0: yep. No, I was. This actually ties into my bad thing. Shiv's powers are way oh, too yeah. similar to statics. Like, yep. they're different on paper. They're supposed to be light powers, but they mm-hmm. manifest as him throwing, like, uh, uh, energizing objects and then throwing them, which is mm-hmm. exactly what mm-hmm. Virgil does. So it's the same yep. fucking thing.
2: I made
3: a hook.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I made a javelin.
0: Great. Super! I'm riding around on a trash can.
3: <laughs> I can't do uh, that.
0: No. Now, now he's riding around on a little uh, mylar disc that he can keep mm-hmm. in his pocket. No, I actually like that. I like that Richie. Yeah. Like Richie's kind of an annoying character, but I like that he's making gadgets for for mm-hmm. Static to make his life easier. And yeah, now he's got a disc to fly around on. He and giving them fun the little the names. Yeah. He also invented the walkie-talkie. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about that in the next one. But yes. uh, wow, this is my great invention. <laughs> <laughs> But it's um like I I don't know I like that uh, we see where the stuff comes from and that they don't have to animate him stealing a trash can lid or a uh, <laughs> a manhole cover every single time.
3: I did I did think the manhole covers and the trash can lids was like a really cool. It's, I mean like I said this last week like I,
0: that's neat. It's a nice mm-hmm. resourceful thing. It's a nice. Mm-hmm. Here's what's at hand and I can yeah. use it to to fight crime. I like that. Mm-hmm. But you know it it gets old after a while.
3: But no, I it will, makes absolute yeah.
0: sense that he's like and here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100 percent
2: sure mylar is that strong, but you know yeah. we'll we'll overlook it. Oh, a... He does he does hit somebody in the face with it at one mm-hmm. point, which I'm like, oh, that has a lot less impact. No, no pun intended. Mm-hmm, um, right. when uh, when it's you know a a, a deflated balloon mm-hmm. than when it's a, you yeah. know, a man-hole, manhole cover. cover?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a big slab of steel that's supposed to be hard to lift without a tool. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Oh. No, I like. I don't know what's his name on his
3: better call Sauls just was hopping in and out of those things. <laughs>
0: wow, well, that guy's a fucking superhuman. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Weird. Um, but I like. I like. I don't know. It's it adds to the whole. Like, he's got a similar vibe to Terry McGinnis. Mm-hmm. Does does Virgil like? He's the he's, wise he's better at quips team. already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, his quips are terrible, but they're written to be terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. he said, "I'll keep an electric eye on him." Like, ugh, okay, all right. Urge. I, Good job. I was I was thinking about this and
3: like these are exactly the kind of jokes I would have thought were hilarious if I was like the demographic for this watching this. Oh, absolutely. Like now I'm just like, OK, I've heard that joke eight trillion times. But back then I would have been like, that's hilarious. I've never heard that before.
0: No. And we kept comparing uh, Terry to Spider-Man and he was in a lot mm. of ways. But I think Virgil even more so. Yeah. And it would not surprise me. I, I may have said this already. I'm sure I'll say it again. If uh, we found out that Bendis cribbed from the show a little bit to create Miles Morales, because there's a oh, lot yeah. overlap there as well, I think.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Like not not just the obvious, superficial, like you know, young black teenager, but like mm-hmm. just the 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 wisecracking bit, and the, he's he's kind of a dork, but he's also cooler than Peter Parker because literally yeah. everyone in the world is. You know, I don't know. I I like he's a little dorky, and I like Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Richie making the stuff for him feels a lot like Peter making the web fluid. Just like it's it's nice to know where this stuff comes from. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's cool. Uh, What was your bad thing, Brian? uh well i'm actually gonna change my bad thing
2: for just so that it sticks to what we're talking about. because that my my original i just said i didn't listen to last week's show yet have we said how stupid bang baby is oh, we uh sure we may have touched on it once or twice yes mm-hmm. uh I, my new thing is gonna be listen we can talk about richie's function as a sidekick all we want but god he's fucking annoying <laughs> yeah,
3: he <laughs> he sure is, is. and
0: Ugh. look i'm
2: just gonna say it. he keeps trying to do a black voice yeah, yeah it's not it's not
0: the best. No, he says, what up? And so mm-hmm. forth. And please, Richie, stop it. They uh-huh. they cast a lot of good uh, voice actors of color to sell those kinds of lines. Mm-hmm. Like, like Static says, don't diss me or whatever, which sounds like something people say now. But in 2000 yeah. was something you didn't hear on TV a lot. Just like mm-hmm. vaguely contemporary-ish slang sold yeah. by people yeah. who might say it. And then there's fucking Richie. I mean the thing is I absolutely knew people in high school who were like this. It's not yeah. good but it is real. <laughs> no, it it's your M&M types. Yeah, huh? Hey, what's up, Virgil? Slide me some skin, soul brother. Uh, oh my god. I will say Virgil calls uh in the in the <laughs> second episode somebody a turkey <laughs> which I know was because she was a bird. Uh-huh. Oh no, it was yeah. this episode. It was this episode. Yeah, it was yeah, it was this one. Uh and I was delighted by the 70s throwback slang. <laughs> I want him to call. Ver- or I want him to call Richie a honky so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Jive turkey. Listen,
2: given the time period, he could have been referencing the famous Ninja Turtles anti-drug PSA. Mm-hmm. I'm not a chicken. You're a turkey. Could be.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. I don't referencing... remember that. So.
2: Oh no! It's... Wait, you don't remember? Okay, so Was here's the from, commercial.
0: Uh, okay.
2: Live action. Interior middle school hallway. Somebody walks up to a kid and says, Hey, Joey, I got some stuff you gotta try. Holds out three pre-rolled joints. It's pot, you know, marijuana. A perfectly normal thing to say. Smash cut to the sewer, where the ninja turtles are.
0: Oh, so free train station.
2: One of them says, Joey's in a jam, what should he do? And then a child, live action, I guess also in the sewer, yells out, (laughs) get a teacher. And then one of the turtles approves of that. And then Michelangelo says, get a pizza, because he's high as a kite. Uh-oh. And then, <laughs> and then uh, Raphael says, get real. And then another kid yells, get out of there. And then we go back to the hallway. And Joey says, well, because the kid said, yeah, I forgot this part. This is mm. important. The kid asked if he was too chicken to try the pot. Ah, of course. And then he, so, Joey says, I'm not a chicken. You're a turkey. And walks away. And then Donatello says, drug dealers are dorks. And that's the commercial. Wow.
3: I'm a little sad to know that the Ninja Turtles are narcs, but uh, yeah,
2: Michelangelo was in that uh, massive crossover "Just Say No" special. Like, oh, that chose,
3: see that I do remember. You
2: chose the worst possible Ninja Turtle to be on this show. You you talking about Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue? Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue, "Just Say No," absolutely. Uh huh. Featuring I, the voice shit. of
0: George C. Scott somehow. <laughs> I've never it, seen that, but I've worked in many video stores in that era, and I I shelved it a lot. Oh, it had
2: Garfield, it had Alf, it had Alvin and the Chipmunks, yep. and it had George hey, C. Scott the as Smurfs. the voice of drugs. Uh, George
0: C. Scott is the voice of drugs. Oh, my drugs!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's pretty great. And then also Alvin and the Chipmunks, because they've been on tour, so they know some shit. Mm-hmm. Hearing them talk about, like, hmm, it looks like Billy's been smoking marijuana. <laughs> Shut, Shut the up, fuck up, Simon. Simon. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was Simon. Uh-huh.
0: Why don't you go put some pants on? <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is also there. Well, you know, he's hanging out with his pantless friends, the... Uh, <laughs> the <monks. laughs> oh, Winnie the Pooh's got his own bother. addiction issues, so, yeah. look like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's got some substance abuse. Like, the the honey thing is definitely bordering on a... Uh, yeah. On an addiction. You ruined look, Rabbit's
3: <laughs> home because of your your honey addiction, man. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: come on, man, I just need a small smackerel. roll. <laughs>
3: Shut
0: up while I paint a moose on your ass. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you gave some of that honey to Eeyore, he might cheer up a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, I might,
2: but I doubt it.
0: <laughs> uh, Maggie, what was your bad
3: thing? Uh, yeah, so the design on Destruct uh, is absolutely <laughs> awful. Yeah. Like, he can't close his mouth, and he's got like these giant toes. There's a shot when, like, right at the end when he's in the hospital. And the fact that this guy is just in the hospital, like, you know, I love a ridiculous monster in a generic setting.
0: It's why I like to, it's why I like Clayface chilling on his couch so much watching TV. (laughs) Oh, and when he's sitting in his car, like, listening to something, I remember you were delighted there, too. Yep
2: but like like this this design is terrible. Well, and it's a design they keep going back to cuz this mm-hmm. is what Clayface looks like in this yep. universe. Mm-hmm. And then um the the fire guy on, on Batman Beyond the, oh, yeah. the, the, I the forgot Fantastic about him. 4. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Just uh just uh what I would uh, describe as a hideous pile. Yep.
0: No, the thing is I, he he put me vaguely in mind of the schmoo, which mm-hmm. then <laughs> happened again in the next episode hmm it's a very shmoo heavy week for us oh yeah kids love the shmoo i guess fred and Barney loved the shmoo i know that <laughs> they sure did they, well, they, the met, they met him that's true there's no evidence they loved him they also met the thing so like mm-hmm. <laughs> well they didn't meet the thing that was just the name
2: of the show right they met the Completely thing but they the didn't unrelated action... segments yeah also not actually the it was a different thing yeah, it was a teenage boy named Benji Grimm who had mm-hmm. a magical ring that, when he touched the two halves together and said "thing ring, do your thing," he turned mm-hmm. into the thing. Oh, see, now
0: you're in my wheelhouse. I know all about that. Uh huh. We certainly sh- know. It to know a lot about the schmoo. So, <laughs> uh, no, I just know about the schmoo somehow. Big little Abner fans. <laughs> much much like Captain Caveman, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you three facts about him, but I I know him. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. We should probably wrap this one up. Any other thoughts about it? Uh, Let me see.
2: There was an episode of Peter Pan and the Pirates where the pirates decided to trick Captain Hook into thinking Peter Pan was immortal so that he would stop trying to kill him. Isn't Peter Pan
0: immortal? Isn't that his whole thing? Apparently not. (laughs) Huh? Yeah, he is actually. I thought he was eternally did, young. Anyway,
2: uh-huh. I did find this. We're talking very little about Static Shock this week, and I blame myself. Um, we also I, blame you, so that's fine. Yeah, it's on brand. I did. I did find the episode description of the hat episode. Um, Peter takes the hat from Captain Hook and thinks that he's the captain. Uh, disappointed by the big defeat, Hook leaves the Jolly Rogers. Now the pirates have to look over themselves, uh, and um, uh, the pirates can't go on land because they become land sick and too weak to fight. Uh, so Peter takes control of the pirate crew. Uh, and Captain Hook has to move in with the lost voice.
0: I gotta watch this stuff. I- I just- every time you say Captain Hook, I just- you're a crook! (laughs) Every single time.
3: Yes. All All Alright, so in
0: conclusion, no. We have nothing else to talk to- (laughs) talk about for this episode. Very well. Well, Brian, if you can stay on topic, please. Oh, uh, my quote, sorry. Oh, yes, of course. What do you got? Uh, I just thought this was funny.
3: Am I seeing things, or did I just get jacked by a girl with feathers? Oh, man, my gear smells like Chinese takeout.
0: Yes, that's hilarious. That what good. what mm-hmm. was it you said? I don't remember. Oh, yes. Oh, right, 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 right. I, it was a uh, small like Chinese. Food. I was mm-hmm. worried that would be like a, that would turn into like a vaguely racist thing, but it didn't, mm-hmm. so good.
2: Yeah, you got to always be on your guard when you're watching cartoons from this time. Uh-huh.
0: uh-huh. Or, or occasionally now, but we've gotten a little mm-hmm. better at least. A little. Yeah. All right, Brian, why don't you tell us about Grounded? I certainly
2: will. <clears throat> we open on a beautiful and scenic Trash Co brand waste disposal unit, where an armadillo-like creature in purple pants has been sleeping. He scares a couple away from their restaurant table and proceeds to eat their plate of yellow. Static arrives and establishes that this guy's given Christian name is Carmen Dillo. <laughs> <clears throat> Carmen thwarts him with the tablecloth and bounces away, heading for a nearby construction site where both of them are attacked by a giant amoeba. The day is off to a great start. At school, Richie is building walkie-talkies because he knows what it is to be a sidekick, and Frida is mad because the school paper is having its budget cut, thus providing the A-plot in a non-superhero show. A weird amount of attention is paid (laughs) to the school janitor, Mr. John Malkovich. (laughs) (laughs) After school, Virgil is flying around and helping Richie work on his hashtag branding. Down at the local meatpacking plant, the blob is once again attacking and devouring whole cows. Well, that's what they're there for. (laughs) Virgil snips a bit off of it so that he and Richie can analyze it, a totally ordinary thing for two high school students to do. They do not notice that the blob is chasing them, even though it's crashing through the pavement. When they arrive at the school, they then ignore three separate instances of suspicious activity and get blob on their faces. I'm starting to suspect they might not be cutting out for the superhero lark. <laughs> Frida and her other friends, because she's allowed to have other friends, get locked inside the journalism classroom, because that's how doors work. <laughs> totally get locked inside the <laughs> classrooms. All the time. Over in the science lab, Virgil and Richie figure out that the giant amoeba is a giant amoeba. Probably a bang thing, they figure, because they've seen the last three episodes. Virgil and Richie let the journalists out in an increasingly convoluted manner, just in time to get attacked by the blob. Virgil shoots the blob with electricity, because all he has is a metaphorical hammer. <laughs> this gives him the time he needs to Sailor Moon into static, told you, and save the day using the janitor's custom disinfectant mop water, which he keeps in big radioactive drums, because why not? <laughs> This week on television in general, the following shows premiered, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Ed, Boston Public, The Michael Richards Show, and Freaky Links. Remember Freaky Links? Those sure were some freaky links they investigated, I suppose. And, of course, The Fugitive starring Tim Daly, which was a massive success and is still running today. You see what I did there? I made fun of a failed television
0: show.
3: (laughs) I absolutely remember Freaky Links.
0: Uh, I hadn't thought about it in 20 years until you just brought it up. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I just need to establish how 2000
3: it is right now. Oh, I There was a yeah. great trend back then of what if there was a haunting on the internet? Yeah. What was it the dot Lilfear.com, little, fear, little mm-hmm. Freaky Links. Exactly. Oh,
0: God. That would later be, become creepypasta and a thing I actually like, so. Yeah, but isn't that just scary things on the internet that you can watch yep. on the internet? That's not exactly the same thing. Yes, but also what if a copy of Majora's Mask was haunted? Mm. Very well. I think it might go. A little something. I like this. <laughs> I hope you know how it went if you wrote it <laughs> instead of just a little something. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I still take issue with the Sailor Moon thing only because He-Man came first. Uh, here's the thing. Here's what makes it different. Mm-hmm. Uh, He-Man didn't spin around in a circle.
2: Or get naked. Virgil, led, well, neither does Virgil. So no. that That is true. But Virgil levitates in the air and spins around. That's what makes it a Sailor Moon transformation. Okay. He-Man just got struck by lightning. He was having a Shazam transformation. Uh, excuse me. He also shot his cat with lightning. <laughs> <laughs> or Shazam formation. Oh, God, His his cat, who was really not on board with the whole thing. <laughs> no, not at all. Boy, do I not want to help He-Man today. Oh, I mm-hmm. guess I'm helping
3: He-Man today. <laughs> Real animal abuse. Mm-hmm. Did So, like, as someone who doesn't remember He-Man very well, did it change Battle Cat's personality? Yes. Oh. No, but he
2: doesn't talk when he's Battle Cat, doesn't he? he? That's does. right. No, he does, oh, he does? He does? Okay, okay, okay. I Not was trying often, to remember if like it like sapped him of his free will or something. Like, yeah, <laughs> like it just turned him into a regular
0: green tiger. No, God I damn think...
3: it,
2: we're talking about other cartoons again. <laughs> That's fine.
0: No, I think it. I think it did sort of a Hulk thing where okay. like, it it unleashed like the the confidence he had within himself the whole time. Sure.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm scared, Prince Adam. I don't want to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nah! Battle cat Smash! Yeah, that's
0: basically it. Uh-huh. I nailed it. Just, uh, just uh, imagine Alan Oppenheimer doing those voices and you got it. Or if Snagglepuss was the Hulk.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm angry, even. Exit stage left with a mighty leap. <laughs> Ethan. <sighs> Hulk is the strongest one there is. <laughs> oh, right, Static Shock. Right. Oh, uh, this is going great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? Um. Well, I'm just gonna go to my bad thing because this title I thought was could be an interesting double meaning. Like our sure. hero has uh, electric powers, and being grounded means some something has st- halted those powers. Mm-hmm. And being a teen means he's grounded and can't go anywhere. They didn't use either of those meanings. It's just called grounded for some reason. Yeah. I
2: why? feel like they. I feel like they just had like a list of
0: yeah. um mm-hmm.
2: like here, here's a bunch of electricity terms. If you can't think of a title and you just need one, just grab one off the list.
3: And like, as someone, Need a title, take a title. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. as someone who watched a shit ton of cartoons from back, a shit ton of superhero cartoons from back in the day, mm-hmm. like, this is a real easy, just call it Attack of the 50-Foot Blob Monster
0: or something, you know? like well, you uh, remarked as early as Superman that the titles in these, all of these shows are mm-hmm. pretty generic and hard to tell apart, so... Well,
3: we didn't really get into this, but, like, the last episode was called The Breed, and I didn't know why it it was called The Breed until Brian told me
0: later. Yeah, because that team's going to come back and then they'll be identified that way, but they might have only said it like once in that episode. Yeah. Why couldn't they just have normal titles like Peter in Wonderland? <laughs> oh, this is Deadly Games all over again. Uh-huh. <laughs> it might be. Yeah,
3: except mm-hmm. that I know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I still don't
2: care. <laughs> Here's an episode called Jules Verne Knight where Peter goes into the depths of the ocean while Hook goes to the
0: moon. What? <laughs> I did a, uh, I did an online course about uh, sci-fi authors, and it's mm-hmm. actually Jules Verne, which yeah. I did not know.
2: Yeah, but I'm not trying to be fancy.
0: I definitely didn't know that from, wait, I was going to
3: say uh, uh, time after time, but that's H.G. Wells. I'll see myself <laughs> out.
2: <laughs> the Dead Authors Podcast? Yes. <laughs> that's
0: I, the one. I am trying to be fancy, like the late Alex Trebek <laughs> saying the word genre. Genre. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the, the titles, if you look at a list of titles for the show, which, you know, we have because we're looking mm-hmm. at what we have uh, coming ahead, mm-hmm. uh, about half of them are just the actual titles of movies. There's A League of Their Own is the one that jumps well, out that's at me, the, that, and that's weird. the
2: Justice League crossover, right? Yeah, that
0: makes sense. But there's a, there's a bunch of them that are just like, mm-hmm. they're not nods to other movies. They're just the actual titles of other movies. I, <laughs> saw, I saw Child's Play in there.
2: Mm-hmm. Um which, you know, I guess I guess
0: I can see where that one comes. Yeah, you
2: know,
3: it's a show about um, children.
2: The the sequel Seed of Chucky's a little weird though. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I'm looking at this now. Junior uh shows up in there. Mm-hmm. Um well, there were a bunch of uh, them because I was sitting here. Static in Africa is definitely a reference to Shaq and Shaq. Shaft well, in Africa sorry I was I was looking at uh, static static Shack. Static
0: Shaq. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was going down the list. No, there's one called the um, usual suspect singular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, toys in the hood. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot. It's Out of Africa, Army mm-hmm. of Darkness. Like, there's, there there's a go. whole bunch of them. And, uh, yeah, and then they go with Grounded, which is like, come on, guys. You could yeah. do Yeah, at least save this for an episode where he gets grounded. Jeez. Yeah, or Grounded. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's a double meaning. Yeah.
2: <sighs> save it for an episode where he's just really trying to, like, keep it real and live his best life as himself and balance work and
0: superheroing. Mm-hmm. Richie, don't say keep it real. <laughs> Since we're doing bad things. You got it, homie. <laughs> oh, okay. God. Since we're doing bad things, Maggie, what do you got?
3: Uh, Yeah, so Richie apparently
0: invents the walkie-talkie in this
3: episode <laughs> and then names it the, let me check my notes here, Vox Box? Uh, the Shock
0: Vox. Yeah, That's worse. Well, he's trying to keep it branded to, to electricity stuff. I get mm-hmm. that. It's, it's so bad that the subtitles didn't even get it right
2: because they said Shock Box, and I was like, that's, I guess. I Is mean, a, it doesn't have... It doesn't have bonus latin in it.
3: Is what? a vox a thing that I don't know about? Yeah, vox means, means
2: voice. Yeah.
3: Oh, it's still not good, but at least I get it now. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: it the thing is they're dorks and uh-huh. I I continue to enjoy that they are science nerds. Like Oh yeah. You know, like yeah, Brian, you're f- it's funny to point out that uh, They took it to the lab for some reason, but they are like they established from the pilot. These guys are science nerds, so they Mm. they probably would take it to the although Richie is a strong advocate for. Well, the school is closed. Let's go break in and Mm -hmm. and static. The little hero is like, yeah, let's break into the school. That's a good idea. Uh And then
2: when they show up, there's tape on the door and they're like, huh, that's weird. Oh, well, Well, not not something I,
0: a superhero, should care about. Mm -hmm.
2: Just like Watergate. It it turns out it's literally, literally one of the most famous suspicious things you could find. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it turns out it was just Frida breaking into Newsies up a, uh, illegal newspaper. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, and I love that they break into a, like, it's clearly not even five o'clock yet. Like, yeah. band practice is still going on. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, break in. Like, when I was on the the yearbook staff, we were there until, like, that late. Like, it's not an issue. You can just go in. No, there's probably kids
0: serving detention that are still there.
2: yeah if there are people on the football field, there is somebody in the building. Right. <laughs> like that yeah, is just going to have case. to come
0: back into the locker room at some point. So yeah, uh, it was, it was just a weird moment of these kids are supposed to be the heroes. And they're like, yeah, break into the school. Good idea. Yeah. I love breaking
3: into the school. Yeah.
0: A- everything we do is
2: justified because mm-hmm. we're the heroes.
0: Oh no. Static. No static. Please <laughs> God. No. No. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm saying when a superhero does it, that means it's not illegal.
0: Oh. Oh, I hate Super Nixon. <laughs> I'll put a <laughs> redacted to your system.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, but I I do still like Richie inventing things. I just don't like the Rocky talkie yeah. thing. You're right about that.
2: Killer Frost Nixon.
0: Oh, very God. good. <laughs> that was very very good. Uh Ah. Uh. But yeah, like especially since these kids could have just waited two years for them to invent flip phones, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or waited negative like thirty years for somebody to invent walkie talkies. Yeah, the walkie talkie that already existed that I had when I was a kid in the Mm eighties. But I invent I
3: invented these, Virgil. Well, then why do they have a
0: picture of GI Joe on them?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I also invented GI Joe. (laughs) Now.
0: I don't know, but I still like, okay, now now Richie's kind of like his uh, his oracle, and yep. while the actual uh, setup is dumb, like at least now they're in regular communication, and that's cool. Mm. I like that. Yeah. So, I like that they're, like, I'm always a sucker for that, when you see the origin and then you see them gradually building, like, okay, mm. here's how he got the outfit, here's how he figured out to fly on the little disc, here's mm-hmm. how he talks to Richie. Like, it's, you know, I like that. Yeah. That's, okay. the, that's the thing, like, we make fun of this show. I like
3: these two. Yeah, uh, like, I like Virgil I li- for sure. <laughs> yeah,
2: I I like uh, I like Richie the way that I like uh, you know, I guess Virgil's weird friend who's kind yeah. of annoying.
0: I, I he's no Max is the thing. That
3: is true. He is no Max. Max is great. Richie's there, and also I instantly like Frida better. Ah, uh, well, this is your good thing. Yeah, I really like her whole journalism thing. It made her
0: legit interesting. I feel like that was. One thing they wrote down, she is a school reporter, and Mm -hmm. I still don't know her character at all. Well, it's still
3: early. Like, it's not like the, like, we've got time. She's not Dana yet.
0: Okay, but I know uh, uh, Virgil's sister instantly. Mm -hmm. That is true. The first time she appeared and we saw their chemistry together, which was, Mm -hmm. like, very real brother-sister chemistry while also feeling very sitcom-y in a good way. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. where I don't know Frida's deal at all. Like, I thought she was the pretty girl that uh, Virgil wanted to ask out. She's also a reporter, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, for she wasn't in the last one, too, so I guess that's the... Uh, yeah, that's true.
2: Mm, it's a consistent thing now. Yeah. It's not like they made it up just for this episode. No, that's I, true. Or they did make it up for this episode, but they decided to seed it in the
0: last one. But no, yeah, she, way, was,
3: she was trying to get the interview with uh, Derek, right? Right.
0: Maximum yeah. Derek.
3: Uh-huh. Maximum Derek. That, which is already a better name than Destruct.
0: Yeah, but you have to wait, like, 20 years for the good place to come up with that. So That is true. But, I no, what I'm saying is, like, I just, I don't feel like, like, that's not a character detail, it's just a thing about her, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how she's going to act. Apparently
3: she's going to act her way into a uh, 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 school and then get locked
0: in. <laughs> <sighs> but also... TV shows, and this happens a lot, it happens on the greatest show ever made in the history of humanity, Riverdale. Cheater uh, of the Pirates. Yeah, uh, No, <laughs> sorry, no. There were no, probably no high school reporters in that show, I would guess. I'm going to argue with that one. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> you'd be surprised who turns up. Okay. But that, any any show based around a high school like Nine O Two and O did this a lot of the, mm-hmm. a lot of your teen drama shows do this where like the school paper is the most important thing and they're doing hard. hitting oh, yeah. I was the editor of my school paper. Nobody mm-hmm. reads the school paper. Yep, the, even if you're writing like if you're like uh, you know uh, nurturing excellent writers who are going to go on to great things, nobody's mm-hmm. looking at what they're doing right now. It is a no. high school paper that's usually free, and people glance at it for pictures of themselves and then throw it away. So it's it's that self importance of of school journalism that always like delights and frustrates me when I see it in TV.
3: See, whereas if you work on the yearbook, you're gonna be unread on someone's shelf for until they die and their stuff is all thrown away. Oh yeah, those are keepsakes.
0: Mm-hmm. Nobody kept the fucking high school paper though. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, they're 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 going on strike because the school budget got cut. Like. Brian, you work in a school, like in a school I system. Do. If, if students decided their program didn't get enough money and they went on strike, would that, would that change the people who decide the budget's minds? Well,
2: I mean, the budgets don't get random cuts in the middle of the year usually. So okay. there's that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start, we'll start right there. Okay. Um, second, I mean, no, I, here's the very accurate, what Frida said about how like the athletic department gets absolutely no cuts at all. And it oh, yeah. gets the, all the money that should be going to everything else. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a student try to strike over it. But no, I, I, let me—is yeah. that even a thing? Like kids? Know my, my about? Club, my, club, my club, is entirely self-funding. Oh, I mm-hmm. make sure they know about strikes. All right.
3: Yeah, but like, do no, not sorry, not strikes, but like the the school's actual funding. Like,
2: oh, yeah, do they no, know no, that. Not, like, uh, we've got
3: budget cuts. I mean, I mean cuts. not
2: not in middle school. I I wouldn't be surprised if there's some high school kids that sure. uh, know well, about these it. Because they're are in is... high school. Yeah. There is a yeah, and there there is a high school representative on the uh, like at the school board meetings. Like oh, somebody that's gets cool. elected as like the ambassador to the school board. Basically, oh, I didn't know that.
0: No, yeah. and we we were actually aware of this. Like you know, uh, when I was mm-hmm. in high school, I remember mm-hmm. keeping track of stuff like that because oh, we'll only be able to put out six issues this year instead of eight yeah. or whatever. But well, I I knew this because my mom was a teacher. But like that's kind of it. Yeah. You know, you had like, an she sort of track kept... on that. Yeah, exactly. But I guess my real question is, does the school board care what? individual students think i think the answer's probably no not usually unless they end up on like the news at the end because they were attacked by an amoeba all right but what are the chances of that happening twice (laughs) in this town in dakota which by the way are they supposed to be in one of the dakotas or is that just a coincidence I,
3: i just thought that was the name of the town
0: yeah but that's a that's a specific native tribe in in that region Mm. or or name i don't know if it's the tribe or the or the the uh, uh, a tribe name i i apologize mm. for not knowing that but it's definitely like specific to there you know what i mean mm. so,
2: i uh yeah. am just checking real quick i do not know if dakota city has an official location it oh, does so it's, not
3: it's called dakota city ah. yeah okay
0: no i was just checking from the comics like seeing mm. if it ever yeah. showed up on a well, I'm those, sure they uh, were just DC like maps or whatever. I'm yeah. sure they were just like, we have 40 fake New Yorks and 20 fake Chicagos. Let's do something yeah. else. Like, I get that. Those
3: things never make sense
0: anyway. Gotham
3: City's not in New Jersey. No, absolutely
0: not. Yes, it is. No,
3: absolutely not. And where's Metropolis? That one doesn't make sense either. Delaware. Delaware. Oh, my yeah. God. No. Nothing,
0: nothing is in Delaware.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Credit the card only one companies that makes, are in
3: Delaware, that's it. The only one that makes sense is Star City being Seattle, and that's because they changed the name of Seattle to Star City in the comic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that works.
3: Oh, the, I forget why, but that is
0: absolutely true. The Star City Kraken would be a pretty cool name.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh. People generally put it in Michigan because it's based on Detroit. Okay, okay. if it's, if it's um, Detroit, that
0: kind of makes sense. All right. Isn't
3: that yeah. also where uh, Central City is?
2: Uh, Central City and Central and Keystone are
0: the yeah. in Indiana, I think is that right? Mm. All right. Mm, okay. I was just thinking, like, this is a surprisingly like uh, uh metropolitan place for mm-hmm. I've been. I'd been to both Dakotas. There's nothing there. Huh.
2: Uh, Missouri. Oh, so so they're basically taking the place of Kansas City. Ah. Ah. Right. Okay. Fair enough. I like that. It, I think I mentioned this when I was on this show once before, but in the um jla avengers crossover they established that the dc earth is like 20 percent larger than the marvel earth to account for all the fictional uh, cities and countries
0: uh all right brian what
2: was your bad thing uh what was my bad thing what a good question where is my thing here it is um okay yeah the janitor sure looked like he was going to be way more mysterious than it turned out oh yeah yeah. They 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 lavish all this attention on him and he opens up and he's mopping the floors with like mysterious green stuff the same color as the amoeba and he's like uh, you can't come over here somebody spilled juice mm-hmm. and like that's a weird reason to block off an entire hall and well, so I thought, an gonna, I thought it was going I thought it was going to turn out that he had something to do with the uh, the amoeba, like like also... he had accidentally grown or something, but now just another bang baby that hit some bacteria this time. Yep.
0: They also they also lingered on him, like that scene went on way <laughs> longer than it should have for just a oh we can't get to my locker because the janitor's mm-hmm. here. Yeah. also he's better animated than every other character, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, I, they, they lavished they... a little extra attention on him. Maybe it they was... modeled him after somebody and they just wanted mm. to get it right. I don't know, Ooh, John Malkovich. Yeah, <laughs> Malkovich. Well, He you
2: looked would... just like him. Did, didn't have the voice, but... No, no he well, should no. have. Speaking of he his voice, can't you... Can't come down this way. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Um, somebody spilled
0: juice. <laughs> Speaking of the voice, you did have uh, something to point out about this. Uh, oh, yes,
2: yes. That the janitor is played by prolific character actor Steve Franken, most notable for two Peter Sellers movies that no one will watch anymore because they're racist. <laughs> Uh, he was the the butler in the party uh, who keeps getting progressively more and more drunk over the course of the night. <laughs> and then he had a big supporting role in um, uh, The Fiendish Dr. Fu Manchu. Oh, no.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: He, it's, it's, it's notable because in 1979, um, Peter Sellers made Being There and everybody was like, wow, this is really good. This is really moving. This is a genuinely amazing movie. He got an Oscar nomination. Mm-hmm. And then. The next year, he made the fiendish plot of Doctor Fumenshu, and everybody's like, "This is the worst goddamn thing we've ever seen in our lives." <laughs> Oof, and then ew. he died. <laughs> uh, so, like, if oh, shame, if, if I assume, had, if he had died slightly earlier, he could have gone out on an absolutely legendary performance. Uh, <laughs> but instead, uh, shame. nope, yeah, yeah,
0: uh, also, yeah,
2: really, really fitting for Peter Sellers' entire career. Yeah, that, but anyway, that, that's that's, that's that this guy. Me. He. he This is one of those guys that started acting on TV in the 1950s and Mm -hmm. just, you know, Mm -hmm. was was on everything and in everything. And
0: And he played the janitor that was nobody. (laughs)
2: Yep, that turned out to be nobody. And then at the end, Static shows up with the janitor's special cleaning stuff, which is, like I said, giant radioactive-type drums. Yep. And I expected it still by the end of the episode. Even now, like, I knew there was no direct connection. I was expecting to be like, and it turns out the janitor was, like, making homemade soap or something. (laughs) Nope.
0: Diabolical. wait my, my just got just got two big vats of someone in my home makes homemade soap do you think it makes giant monsters no i thought it was
2: going to be like and and you know his the, the special ingredients he put in oh, it or awesome. what
0: let us kill the. no turns out
2: ah. just regular soap
0: yep. is what doesn't uh, also uh speaking of hey it's that guy this was a tremendous waste of of talent one of um uh, one of Frida's uh, friends locked in inexplicably locked in the journalism room was uh, Karen Moriyama, who was uh, I know her from Whose Line. Mm-hmm. She's been in a whole. Oh bunch of stuff, yeah, yeah. She's been and just like she had like three lines, and she's just like, oh no, what are we gonna do? It's like, why, why would you get somebody that funny and just not even use her? Mm-hmm. Ah, criminal waste of talent.
2: I saw her very, She uh in uh, did you see uh Barbara and Star go to Vista Del Mar?
0: No, I've heard of it, but I have not seen. Yeah. It
2: highly recommended. Mm-hmm. Um she's in it but she's just it's just like one like real quick random appearance but I was mm-hmm. like hey from whose line? Yeah. You know.
0: No, she was in the season 4 of Arrested Development. She wasn't great but it, it's like seeing um Well, uh, you already said season 4 yeah, of Arrested yeah, yeah, Development. Yeah, I didn't hate 4, <laughs> I hated 5, but 4 had its moments. But I, it's like seeing Maria Bamford there. It's like, "Well, I wish I wish this was better because you're great." Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm happy you got paid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um my good thing was the design of the amoeba monster was actually pretty good, and weirdly mm-hmm. was the second yeah. thing in a row to make me think of the shmoo. Yep, <laughs> it's the big body thing. No, it, it had good. some great body language too. Yeah, it did. You you pointed out I saw in your notes where it clearly looked pissed off when static hit him with some electricity or whatever. There's a bit where it's like tendrils go to where its waist would be, and it's just it's got this look like Hands what on the hips? fuck, man? Yeah.
3: Hey,
2: <laughs> it definitely doesn't really bear up to thinking about it though, because then you're yeah. like. Did did the bacteria that created this become sentient? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, how can it hear if mm-hmm. it's just a giant? Yeah. We keep saying amoeba. It was, officially, it was a bacteria. Sure. Yeah. Um, a bacterium, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm like, none, none of this makes sense. It, it keeps roaring. How is it yep. roaring?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's following cartoon logic, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, just can't think about it. Everything that was affected by the Big Bang, I think, just turns into a cartoon is the easiest way to explain all of that.
3: That makes a lot of sense, honestly.
0: Yep. Then you don't overthink the powers. They're just like, nope, now they're from Toontown. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. That no also reapin.
3: explains uh Armadillo guy.
0: <laughs> oh, we need to get into that. Please, please, Carmandillo. Oh, excuse me. I heard him. Where call in the him world that? is Carmandillo? And I was like, is that his supervillain name or is that just his name?
2: As far as I can tell, it's his actual name. Oh no. So he's like uh, we, we... either that or he became an armadillo and decided maybe his name was like Carmen Smith or something. And then yeah. when he became an armadillo, he was like, Well. Only one way to go with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nominative determinism. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But uh, we, we, Maggie and I talked about this a lot. Uh, we've referenced this a lot. Like, the the idea of those sort of Spider-Man villains that are never anything, that are just yep. the guy you open the story with, like Shocker or the Rhino, mm-hmm. where it's just, yep. mm-hmm. this is the guy you fight. And I guess Armadillo guy, is that for Static?
2: <laughs> yep.
3: You yeah, can't really no, Brian, base an
0: episode around him.
3: You were saying he shows up, like, five more times or something?
2: Uh, let me check. Um... No, not English film art director, Carmen Dillon. (laughs) Probably not that. (laughs) Carmen Dillo. Here we go. Um, He is on, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight episodes, including uh, the Justice League crossover.
3: Good gravy. Also,
2: I've just read the sentence, he is able to determine Richie's sandwich by scent alone. So there's that. Wow, what a power. Watch out, Richie.
3: Also, (laughs) also,
0: he can bounce when he goes into his armadillo form. that's, That's not a thing armadillos can do. That's yeah. I mean, again, cartoons—they all turned into mm-hmm. cartoons. But uh, that's what I was going to talk about—is when uh, Static's chasing him through the construction site, and he hides as a as a um, a perfectly common, ordinary construction site basketball. Yep. <laughs> and Richie and uh, and Virgil's like, where where is he? Where did he go? Well, he's not this giant basketball. That's just normal. That's for darn sure. Yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> but yeah, on, the Virgil's design on him is together. the design on him is just awful. Mm -hmm. Like just, Mm -hmm. I, 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 looking at my notes and Maggie's notes, both were just like, ooh, Mm -hmm. no, thank you. (laughs) Oh, I, I I was legitimately
3: worried that he was just going to be the bad guy for this episode. Oh no. But I like,
0: I like the idea. Like I said, of that, of the disposable, Mm -hmm. like this villain's nobody. You couldn't really base an episode around him, but he's a fun guy for him to fight for five minutes. Sure. Yeah. There you go. I don't mind that. But I was I was like when there's so because what was it on um
2: uh in, so again speaking of Ultimate Spider-Man when there was that um the the Gilmore Girls supervillain team that kept showing up oh, I and it was like that. it was only ever people for like Spider-Man to quickly be uh, the Shocker was one of those too yes. in Ultimate Spider-Man mm. every time the Shocker showed up yep it was it was just because. We need something for Peter to be doing at the beginning of the issue.
0: Yeah. And it feels like Dennis read the real shocker in, in the, the the main Marvel universe and like this guy sucks. <laughs> mm. Let's just have Spider Man keep talking about how much he sucks.
2: Mm.
0: We did get that issue late in the series where the shocker's just like, I fucking hate you and mm. I am going to murder you. I mean, that is a good payoff to that bit.
3: <laughs> oh, it absolutely is. I loved it.
0: Yep. It was very good. Uh what else? Uh Oh, Brian, you're good thing. Oh yes,
2: of course. How could I forget? Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Virgil's, and I, I, I phrased this wrongly, and I can't think of the way to phrase it rightly right now. I like the Virgil's normal clothes are the opposite color palette of his super clothes. You could learn uh, a thing or two yeah. from him, Clark Kent.
0: Oh, it's that like neat. Is it? It's like the um, like uh, the the other side of the color wheel or whatever. Like he's yeah, exactly That's well, that's thing. It's not exactly
2: opposite because he's yeah. got more yellow on his main outfit which mm-hmm. counteracts the purple because those are opposite each other but then um uh you know it, it, he does have some yellow right um so it's it's not exactly and mm-hmm. the green would be the opposite of red and he's not purple and green but i, I thought um, they were going the, the point is it's it's but, after seeing clark kent in his blue suit and red tie all yeah. this time mm-hmm. yeah. and bruce wayne who uh switched out from his uh his Two different kinds of mustard suit into the black suit on uh, mm-hmm. when they did the redesign. I was mm-hmm. like, guys,
0: come on. Yeah, it's supposed to be You're a giving disguise. away the game here. Yep. Yeah. No, and I think I I always read his uh, like sort of the main shirt that he wears as being sort of the 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 African colors that like uh, mm-hmm. oh were, yeah they were in in style for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh
2: yeah I, again missing um uh what do you mean missing green in there yeah but, but I, a, yeah, yeah it definitely not green? Has. I thought there was green. No, no, he's he's got blue on his collar. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, never mind. Um, yeah, uh, I do like also that he's wearing giant red cargo pants. Uh, oh yeah, you know it's the it's the 2000s. Mm-hmm. It's fucking um, um,
0: heat. And, uh... and it's it's
2: kind of it's kind of a bowling shirt, which is a real <laughs> you know of the era thing too. Mm-hmm. He's dressed like a bare naked lady.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, heat uh, heat. He, fuck, what's his name? Heat shield. Heat heat s'more. Heat. Fuck yeah, that kid. Hot streak uh, is yeah wearing the um the the pants around his knees where you just mm-hmm. like see his boxers the whole time which yep. I, I know what they're trying to go for i know that was a real thing but it just looks like he doesn't know how to wear pants mm-hmm.
2: yep uh and then when uh when virgil showed up on young justice he was uh dressed in purple and yellow right from the beginning and i was like hey
0: mm-hmm. come on man uh what else
1: uh let's see
0: what else I'm trying to ignore the fart joke.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, no, wait is is it the
2: one that I made my quote? Oh, did you? No, um, this is a. different Was there one. another fart joke that I missed? Because that, was exactly, that was also that was a fart joke. That was a poop joke. What I made
3: my quote. Vir, Virgil wouldn't, or uh, not Virgil. Richie wouldn't shut up about the chili dog he scarfed.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well let's know well, because let he runs up saying I set a land speed record for eating chili fries, which implies that he got Virgil's call and ran to see him while eating the chili fries. Yeah, mm-hmm. that,
0: that's the only thing that makes sense there. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. when they're, they're they're in the school and they hear noise or something, he's like, uh, was that you? He's like, no, I something about the chili fries. I don't remember. Yeah. It was, it was mm-hmm. terrible. But anyway, you've already set up your quote, so what do you got? Uh well, here it is right now.
1: Did you squish?
0: not yet Mm -hmm. there you go
2: i just like i like that there's like a mysterious uh, squishy being chasing them and when they hear a squish the first thought is did you squish and then the response is ah she must be asking if i poop my pants Mm -hmm. let me respond (laughs) and the response he comes up with is not no it is Mm -hmm. not yet
0: well i mean Mm -hmm. i I
2: get it they're scared that makes sense you gotta
0: laugh yeah do you... you gotta keep, you gotta keep your spirits light in these circumstances. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of funny, like most of the the jokes are corny as hell, but there are a couple that maybe like in the, in the first episode when Virgil's uh tutoring um Derek, he says, the main thing you got to remember about algebra is that you're never going to use it again for the rest of your life. And Phil Lamar <laughs> just sells that so well. It's yep. just like, oh, yep. that's, that's really, really funny. <laughs> He's he gives he's just really well here. I keep forgetting he he's does. Phil Lamar. Yeah. Yep. No, he does it because he's doing like a kid voice, so he pitches mm-hmm. up yeah. a bit and he, he plays it more exuberantly than he usually does. Yeah, and it's very good. I mean, it's Phil Lamar. Like he knows his mm-hmm. shit. No, and it's nice seeing a guy like that. You know, I and I put him in the same categories like Maurice LaMarche or, or mm. uh, Rob Paulson. You know, the 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 working voice actors. Like it's nice yeah. seeing him in the lead in something he's usually a supporting guy because he can do so many voices, but it's nice seeing him carry a series, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, this is something we talked about on, uh, on my, uh, my podcast, uh, when we did, uh, the princess and the frog, mm-hmm. uh, cause we were doing Mardi Gras movies that week. Mm-hmm. Um, which is that Jim Cummings as a voice actor is somebody who like, if you need him to just show up and play the tough guy, he'll phone it in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if he's playing a lead, like he knows how to bring that extra zazz that really makes it impact. Right. And sure. that's how it is with Phil Lamar. You he could come in playing like five generic guys in the show previously, but when he's a lead, he knows how to,
0: yeah, and,
2: and then basically, basically, how to like draw the attention to himself, mm-hmm. how to be a lead, and that's what makes it work so well.
0: And we'll see in uh, Justice League when he plays mm-hmm. Jon Stewart that you will almost completely not recognize him as the same performer because, yep. again, one of the co leads, like one of the main characters, but completely mm-hmm. different.
2: Mm-hmm. well and then he plays future static
0: too in that one episode right, right. i assume right. it's talking, that they yeah, didn't... They're, they're talking to each other like like uh john knows mm-hmm. it so mm-hmm. it's like virgil what are you doing mm-hmm. cool um but then there's another bit in this episode where it's just like the the blob is slithering away and he goes yeah you better run and it's such a <laughs> nothing line on paper but he's just so funny to me yep this is so good mm-hmm. um Oh, and I, I wanted to point out, uh, Tilo, when she was watching this with us, uh, pointed out one of the kids uh, hanging out with Frida looks a lot like Jay Sherman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God, he does. He, he does. must be the school paper's critic, I i can only assume. Mm-hmm. It stinks. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mr. Sherman. <laughs> All right. Anything else? That kid's also got the, um,
3: the... someone going, uh, don't tell me the door's locked. And he goes, OK, I won't tell you. And... I absolutely had the thought you would have thought this is, was hilarious when you were a kid.
0: Uh, who
3: me personally? No, no, me personally. Oh, okay. Maggie, who would have thought that was
0: hysterical? Ah, fair enough. Really?
2: I just need to. Hmm? So the whole thing about like the door being locked—we already no. pointed out how stupid it is because school school doors do not—you can't yes. lock people in a classroom. Oh. No. Um, the, and then what happens is Virgil is crawling through the school vents and he crashes in, mm-hmm. and then like he he uses the the shock vox. To call Richie and he's like, Richie, you got to come get us out of here. I can't use my powers to get us out of here or else they'll notice. Mm-hmm. And then Richie steals the janitor's keys uh, and then runs over to free them. But then it's stuck because Frida got a um paperclip. Uh, paperclip stuck in there before. Mm-hmm. And so they can't get out. And
0: so then Virgil just saps the lock with his powers and opens it. Mm-hmm. Which is... Yep. Well he so does that was that was that was five minutes for nothing. He yep. does coordinate with Richie to say, Okay, you push while I pull, so it makes it look like Richie did mm. it. Which I understand. But yeah, you're right. It's narratively... yeah, and then he shoots lightning out of his hand. Yeah, yeah.
3: like <laughs> anyone else just so... see a real like obvious zap just now? Well it's Maggie electric... sure fucking did. It's, Jesus Christ.
0: It's, it's these electrical locks that the school has, I guess, to lock mm-hmm. us children in.
3: I mean mm-hmm. that might be a thing now. I'm
2: not sure. I have no idea. I don't well, wait until Ted slow. Cruz gets his way. <laughs> uh,
0: no, thank you. There's only one door to the school, and it mm-hmm. locks from the outside. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz doesn't get his way on this podcast ever. So <laughs> ever, <laughs> hurrah! Yep. Um, I think that's it. Oh, I did want to point out though, like for most of Virgil's jokes, really don't land for me. Like there's the bit where he's fighting the armadillo guy, and mm-hmm. uh, he says these people didn't want shell food. That's not a thing, <laughs> man. Also, armadillos don't have shells.
3: I was going to say, like, I don't think armadillos have shells. No, but children.
0: I, you know, I, to someone like me who doesn't know any better, it's like, okay, I get what you're going for. but Yeah, yeah no, I, I see where you landed there, but it's also you're good. Right. Shell food isn't, that's no. not
2: If
3: If not not you could tie called. it
0: into shellfish somehow, maybe, but yeah, no. These guys didn't order armadillo to be eaten by them. No, this is Dakota, not Texas. Mm-hmm. I think they eat armadillo in Texas, don't they? Maybe. I, I thought no. they have armadillos had leprosy. Okay. I'm going to be there in what? a couple of weeks, I'll tell you.
3: Wait, yeah, what? Maggie, what? You an... I'm pretty sure I heard somewhere. This might not be true. I'm pretty sure I heard armadillos carry leprosy. Uh,
0: I don't know if that's true. I don't want to know if that's true. I just love the phrase that, that somehow uh, naturally occurred on this podcast. Yes. Armadillos have leprosy. That's Is that right? It. Yep. I thought you were thinking of koalas with chlamydia. The risk no, but is, that is
3: also true. Uh, yes.
0: The risk is apparently very low of actually catching
2: it, but sure. they do naturally carry. Well, uh, if you eat some these, if you eat them, it's probably much higher. The thing is, leprosy, as it turns out, is actually not that contagious. Oh. Are you, <laughs>
1: saying, are you,
2: are you suggesting
0: make... that the Bible has lied to us? <laughs>
2: Yeah, be. no, it's it's like it's it's got relatively low, and it's it's a chronic. It's, it's the weird thing. It's like now that science has advanced to the point yeah. where leprosy is like genuinely not kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Sure, ninety-five percent of people are just immune to
0: it. Yeah. Oh, I know what I wanted to point out when we were talking about him crawling through the vents and all that. There's a, mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of roaches, and it turns oh, out yeah. that has no connection to any of the meta stuff. It's just this school is gross, and I'm like, yeah, like that. It-
2: I feel like everything was a little grimier in the comics when they really wanted to do, like, an inner city kind of thing. And it's it's been pretty heavily sanitized by the show. It, but... You can
0: see them trying. You can see yeah. them uh-huh. uh, less with the inner city, like, uh, you know, struggles of, like, uh, lower income people and such, mm. and more with the specific cultural things. But you can mm-hmm. tell they're trying. Like, this is the show. About a black kid who has a bunch of black friends like they're they're trying not to make it stereotypes and they're trying to be specific. And I I give them a lot of credit for that.
1: Well,
3: the thing is between the roaches and the janitor with the weird chemicals, what it feels like is that their school is the school for me. You can't do that on television. (laughs) I heard that. Uh huh. I just—I keep expecting all the kids to start popping out of lockers.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they can't. Another the high-quality
2: janitor... Canada, Canada content reference. Uh huh.
0: Well, oh. I am a high-quality ca- Canadian, so. I watched the shit out of that show well before mm-hmm. I knew any Canadians because <laughs> it was the one of four shows on Nickelodeon when Nickelodeon started. <laughs> yeah, Nickelodeon absolutely stole the slime thing from them. I, well, no, they didn't steal it. It was a de- like it was a deliberate reference. They stole it, Al. It was their like flagship show for a while. It was our birthright, Al. <laughs> Slime, really? Huh? Okay. Yeah.
2: Very well. You wouldn't take you wouldn't take Putin from them, would you? Would you? Or Mister Dress Up? Or
0: uh, the littlest the hobo Canadian thing? Yeah, the littlest hobo. Come on. Yep. We've had this conversation giant. many times. Yep. <laughs> we had this conversation last week when you were in my home. Yep. About all the weird Canadian shit you guys know about when we mm-hmm. when we enjoy cheesies, which are like uh, if Cheetos uh, if you dusted Cheetos with a uh, desiccant pack.
3: Yep, that's what Cheezies I was watching.
0: I was watching clips from Duckman this week because
3: the guy who created Duckman passed away, and mm-hmm. like all of them have the uh, Canadian uh, Cartoon
0: Network uh, Teletoon logo on them. Oh, weird! Yeah, noise. I wonder what that's about, because it was on the USA Network here. which is. Uh, I, believe you, I believe you wonder what it's about. Yeah, that's true.
1: I but you, but you can't about. get more
0: American than the USA Network. It's right in the name. <laughs>
3: sometimes I look up at the sky and wonder what it's all about. <laughs> well, I really flubbed that one. I'll come back in.
0: <laughs> no, what you want to say is, sometimes I look at these buildings and I wonder what used to be here. <laughs> that's for those of us who had to sit through the movie Priest.
3: Which was all of us. <laughs> Very bad. Priest listed as one of the top five
0: movies on Netflix. What? Top five in what demographic? Like, in in, in most, by what metric? Oh, wow. Yeah. Is it because Netflix doesn't have movies anymore?
3: That is absolutely it. It's the only movie they have, and it's barely a movie.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, it was a movie. All right. (laughs) Very bad. All right. Uh, We need to wrap things up. Brian, why don't you plug your shows? uh certainly
2: uh so my upcoming show is called uh kids love peter pan and the pirates Uh Mm uh-huh uh there's an episode where um captain hook sees them practicing shakespeare and gets so mad that he agrees to form a truce with them so he can direct a production of romeo and juliet starring peter and wendy
3: oh god i remember that one
2: (laughs) uh yeah no i do uh tinseltown where i review holiday movies uh just recently did uh prancer a real Mm -hmm. a real a real downer of a flick (laughs) um and actually coming up uh this week we did uh, prometheus which is a movie that is entirely set on christmas and only one character notices
3: oh god that's right wow yeah
2: because it just sets up a christmas tree at the beginning he's like i have money it's christmas and everybody's like whatever mm-hmm. nobody wow. cares you it's
3: the future <laughs> also we all have to go stick our faces into this slug
2: <laughs> listen some bad decisions are made over the course of that movie and we'll talk mm-hmm. about it mm-hmm. what and uh, also uh, uh, new and a bit alarming. My um, show about remakes, adaptations, sequels, spin-offs, and other such ways stories can be multiply told. Where we just covered mm-hmm. uh, a new form, a new form of adaptation. We have not done a, tele- a movie that is produced while the television show it's based on is still ongoing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we decided to discuss that in the form of "Follow That Bird," a really yep. good movie.
0: Oh yeah, I was I was there for the Twitter discourse on um, uh, Elmo's dad. <laughs> Yep. Elmo's shitty dad. I almost said Telly's dad because he looks so much like Telly to me.
3: Elmo's dad absolutely looks like he was in a ska band in the 90s. uh
0: Genetically, Elmo's got his mom's
2: uh, head and nose shape and his dad's coloration. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that is definitely the Telly Monster foam model with the Elmo fur on it. Mm -hmm. That's like
0: Telly. Um, They they took uh, an extra Telly and they're like, oh, um... Uh, uh, God, what's his name? The drive-ins, diners and oh, uh, Guy, oh, Fieri. oh Guy Fieri yeah, yeah, is yeah. coming on Sesame Street. Let's let's make up telly to look like him. And then he didn't show. And they're like, <laughs> uh, this could be Elmo's I dad, I guess
2: so the thing is officially he's in the army which is why he's not always around but looking at the guy who only wears track suits and has a shitty soul patch mm-hmm. yep. we just decided that he's not actually in the army they just tell elmo that's so that he doesn't know his parents are divorced
0: <laughs> oh see what i think is that he's like a low-end foot soldier in like the tony soprano mob and oh there you go that's yep. also work. those guys justify what they do by saying they're soldiers so mm-hmm. that's where the army well, thing they- came from the also point was, is, like, Elmo's
2: dad looks like Cookie Monster's weed guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that why Cookie Monster is like that? I mean, this is one mm-hmm. explanation. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, all right. Well, that is all for this time, I believe. Uh, if you yeah. want to write to us, it is, as ever, Podcast at Gmail. Make sure you put podcast at the end. Someone recently said they were writing lots of emails to Batman at Gmail. That is not us. Someone got no. there first. Just some kid who loves Batman. I guess Mm -hmm. so. Or some kids, I would assume. I hope. Yeah. (laughs) Several kids. I, uh, I, I, I hate people like that almost as much as your brother hates Plambert or that I (laughs) personally hate Alberto Algar with one A who has stolen my name and quite a few platforms. Uh, what a piece of shit. But the website is kidslovebatman.com. We did get that. So uh, mm. uh, if you want to look at you know old episodes or like the expanded artwork that Vichelle does for us or mm-hmm. you know all that. Uh, also, if you want to donate to our Patreon, we are currently reviewing episodes of The Brave and the Bold. We are having a mm. great time doing that. Yep. Uh, Patreon.com slash Algar. You can uh, pledge as little as $1 a month U.S. to get access to that and everything else. On the content. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's all for this time. Yeah.
2: Uh, also, definitely check out my Patreon where I'm calling it right now. Maggie and I are definitely going to be reviewing the
0: Christmas episode of, yes, Peter Pan and the Pirates. Of yep, course. Absolutely. <laughs> Very well. Well, that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. twa bang babies.
1: For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.